This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the UA podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. Um, this podcast is getting huge. I'm letting you guys know that right now. It it's crazy. Enormous. Last we put our um our live show in New York on sale yesterday. First show sold out in 45 minutes. Crazy. Second show is also sold out. It's crazy. It's nuts. We're Taylor Swift. And we are Taylor Swift. <laughs> this is the Taylor Swift of podcasts. Essentially. Um, but that doesn't mean we're done. I don't like that we're not number one on the iTunes. I, it bothers on, me guys. to no end. So you got to keep telling your friends, keep making your Instagram stories, keep pushing this on people because listen, I'll, I'll say this, the best compliment, we get a lot of nice th things written to us. Um, Listen, when we started this, we were like, let's have fun time talking about dating, right? Right. Like, let's, we'll let's explore the let's explore. men's, women's opinions. Sure. And we'll, we'll, we'll have a laugh. Right. There are therapists, licensed therapists that are suggesting this to their clients. I know. That's the amazing, crazy kind of weird part. They're going to lose their it. doctorates. They're going to lose their, no, their licenses. You know why I, they do? Because I think people, and I've, I've been to therapy, uh, still have a therapist. He's amazing. Um, and so many of the things that you think about dating, you're like, I must be so weird because like this I'm is alone. an issue that I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't, I can't really like no one else around me can really relate to this. And is it just me? Is there something wrong with me? Sure. I think that's always a thing people think when they're single for a while is there's a something that goes through their heads. Like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Is there something wrong with me? Am I thinking about this the wrong way? And I think coming here, um, it's so great for people to come here and say, no, like, Everyone has these thoughts. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything wrong. These are the things that everyone's dealing with and now. And even your close friends are tough to go to with these things. Right. It's kind of embarrassing. You're like, you know, and then you don't know the right people to go to. And I think this you is... You don't know whose advice is bullshit. Who's, and right. whose advice is self-motivated. Exactly. Do you know how many people DM me saying, well, I would do that. And I'm like, this feels like you want to be the one that just gives advice. Right. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I've said enough horrible things about myself to not exactly. care. And I think, uh, you know, the, the beauty of a podcast is it's in your ear. And a lot of you, you know, there's the big joke. I've seen the meme where it's like you're sitting next to a wall with the with painting of friends. friends. Yeah. And what it feels I, like listening to podcasts. I yeah. get that. I have podcasts that I love that it, like I, including this one. I listen to myself every week. <laughs> That'd be insane. Um, no, but I, I'm a big podcast fan. Right. So I understand the, the feeling of saying I'm with these people. Um, it's a good commiseration. So and I'm, 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 it's exciting to me that people are enjoying it that way and that like a professional saying, hey, this can make you feel better. You can laugh at it with these people right. and have a fun time. It's a good way to not take everything so seriously. It's fun. It's great. Um, also, we have got a great guest. If you stay on at the end of the episode, we have Justin McLeod, who's the founder of Hinge. He was great. And he, I think, you know, it's enlightening to hear because, listen, some of these swiping apps, I'm, I'm telling you as a guy how they're built for me. <laughs> And right. I say that I go on stage so and I say it and women look at me like, what? They think I'm being mean. I'm not being mean. I'm just being saying honest. these apps are, are, you have to be, you know, we have to figure out what we're doing. But I, I do have a story I want to tell off the bat. Let's hear it. And it's kind of in this commiseration. Who do you go to for advice type of thing? I have a good friend and he was in this situation. 
Okay. Okay. And I want to hear your opinion. Okay. Okay. So he goes to a gym class and the teacher, you know, group fitness teacher, hot to trot. Okay. Okay. So he's like, I want to, you know, this teacher was so hot. I got, you know, what do like I one do? One of those like soul cycle classes yeah. or something? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's something at soul like cycle. Whatever, he's yeah. at, you know, he's at Zumba. Okay. And he, he's like, this teacher's so hot. I got to figure out what to do. And, and he comes to, you know, the, the, the dating expert in the, the family. Yeah, the, the salt and the swipes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a friend. So okay. he goes, um, I go, I, my suggestion, I said, here's what you do. Follow her on Instagram. Send her a DM being like, hey, love the class today. Okay. Okay. That's it. That And so he follows, sends a DM. Okay. She follows back. How many followers does she have? Not. Not a crazy. She's not one of those fitness New York people. Under 10K. Way under. Okay. With normal person territory. Okay. Okay. Not like putting up, you know. Not one of those, you know, the star structures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what they're called? I've heard them referred to as star structures. They're like, they're essentially like their own like movie stars of the fitness. I follow a few of those and they're, I mean, there's, there's some that annoy me. For the workout tips, right? For the workout. For the inspirational quotes. (laughs) Both. (laughs) That's what gets me up in the morning. Right. Some chick who fucking spent two weeks at a, at a health class telling me to rise and grind. Um, So she follows back and writes back. Hey, thanks so much. Okay, positive. And he goes, what okay. should I write back? I go, nothing. Now you go back to the class, enjoy it again. After the class, you go up to her and say, hey, I'm the guy who sent you the message. Just want to say I love your class. How, okay. You know, Now you've gone from you're the creepo DMer to actually in you person, f- followed right? up in person. Yeah. I said, this is this is like the half man. Wear your best uh, workout outfit. Wear the Lulu. Right. <laughs> you better bring it. Okay. Right. Okay. This guy's a good looking guy. He's no troll. This is your, uh, this is your friend. Friend. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so this is my friend. Good looking dude. Right. In shape. Takes the cl- he's good at the class, so it's okay. not like he's just like the guy. He's not embarrassing himself. Not embarrassing in the class, himself. Right? He's not crying in the corner with two pound weights. She doesn't are, have to adjust him. No, <laughs> not adjusting him. He's okay. not. He's not lifting the purples. Okay. <laughs> so he, he goes up, and it turns into a situation where it's her and another girl. So they start talking, whatever. He's having a whole conversation with the two girls. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, at then he leaves. And I said, now you send a message saying, hey, I would love to uh, just want to say what's would love to get a drink. Mm-hmm. OK, so that's where they're at. OK, she then um, says they exchange numbers over over DM. She says, well, I'm going to a wedding away somewhere this week. And then he said, I'm going away this week, too. Let's re see this okay, when we come yeah. back. So now I'm with he comes to New York at this point. And I'm with him. And he goes, he says that she's the first to watch every one of his Instagram stories. She's watching all the Instagram stories. She's the first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He has access to her Instagram stories. He's watching. Not with anything, you know, just the way we would all watch. Okay. One day, the Instagram stories go away. Hers. Hers. She stops posting. Maybe. He said it's weird. He goes, she went from being like a poster to a non-poster. Okay. He goes, I feel like I was like blocked or something. So then I go on my account. I see, I go, there's a story there. So hypothetically, she has muted. But if you mute, that stops you from seeing theirs. It doesn't stop them from seeing yours. That's the thing. No, he 
She's watching hers. Right. He has he has no access to hers. You can do that. You can block people from seeing your stories. Oh, I think if you have to write their name in. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Everyone accepts. Everyone accepts it. Okay. Know. So now he's so now she's watching his. Then also they have this like two week break from okay. the initial conversation to when they could hypothetically go on a date. Okay. So and we've all been in this situation where right. it's like I met this person, we had a good conversation. Right. Now when's the date? You're going away, There's family vacation. I'm I, and now we have this like weird amount of time. Okay. So the positive in me. So would you see s- that she's she's public. You see public. Her. She right. has a story up. Okay. He cannot see it. Okay. What's the deal? Okay. I have a thought. She also on went this. to a wedding. So let me put that on. Okay. I have a thought on this. Was Does not, this all make sense? I'm yes, sorry before. No, I, okay. I, I get it. I didn't. First, I was confused. The muting thing. I don't, this isn't muting. This yeah, is different. Yeah, this, this is, is like blocking. there's an option where you can say everyone can see my story. Who can see my stories? Everyone except X, Ye- yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Joe I, Blow. Right. I think there's a few ways. She said that she would. She was said that she was down to go out with him. I, I think that was the that was kind of how they left it as like it was positive. Okay. I don't think it was like, hey, let's get it. I think it was more positive than that. Or, I or think, less than right. That, Instagram now is its own like little like dating sure. thing. And like maybe she wanted to put up these stories, but she also didn't want to be like judged for like these stories. Yes. That so that he could see them and then be like having to like interpret if she like is she like hanging out with people? Is she seeing people or is she maybe doing something that she per- that she thinks is a little too like goofy or absurd for yeah. like this for for him but then to watch his no like, i'm sure like, like if why, i block she someone- wa- no she's that's what i'm saying she's watching his she's interested yeah. in what he's doing she doesn't want him judging hers so she's like sometimes i remember if i was going if i was going on a, like a i think when i was single if i was going out with someone but i didn't really want them to like i didn't necessarily like want them looking at all my social media sure. i would go on private because I didn't, I didn't want them to have like any sort of preconceived thing about me, okay. like to be like judging the stuff that. I mean, there's a lot you can take this from someone. This is very it's almost, female right. to me. Yeah, no, I think it's a very, it's a heightened concern with like how you're being perceived. So if I'm her, maybe I'm like, I'm like a little goofy. Maybe I don't want him to think I'm like weird. I'm sure. doing some like I'm posting some like weird stuff. I may be posting with guys, right, right? Or I'd rather just, I'd rather him just like see less yeah. and not have anything to go on than to be like me having to worry about anything I'm putting up there and how he's interpreting it. See, this is the, the in it's interesting because you know he asked me what what it, now what what do we right. think? Yeah, that I don't think me, it's that big of a deal. That to me was my answer. It might mean she likes him more actually because she cares what he thinks. She sees him as a better option. Right. See, that was my answer. It was like I was like it, it's interesting when we look at these things and we're talking about commiseration and why a therapist would mm-hmm. suggest this. She podcast. in her head is never going to be like, oh, he's going to know that I'm not posting and then he's going to have his friend go on, <laughs> look at my story and like. But also he can't admit he, to that. Right. He could never right, look at her and go, and go, well, why'd you block me from right, your stories? I had my friend look at your stories yeah. and it seems like you were, she could, he could say that like, like, oh, you know, if they're, if he's, she's his girlfriend in like six months, two years, whatever, whatever yeah, down the line. Like, hey, yeah. I noticed that you did yeah, this. You what was the deal? can't say that right away. She's probably like, oh, he's just going to assume I'm not posting. So she didn't, she was just like, I just, I don't really want to have to deal with like having to concern myself with like the, like what he sees. It's so interesting to me though, because we're talking like he's coming to me going, am I crazy? And I'm like, 
You're not crazy at all. This I'm is, surprised he noticed because we think like guys would never notice. They'll just assume if we're not you, posting. If a guy is interested in a girl, we are as emotionally there. she hasn't there, slept with him yet. And she hasn't slept <laughs> with him yet. We are as emotionally there as you are. Right. Like whatever you, we're not, this whole guys or girls are different. that's something I would have. A, I would have my friend go check someone else's also. But like yes. that's. That's He's very like, interesting. She's hot. We have similar interests. I like fitness. Right. She likes fitness. You know, whatever. They had the. He's like, I see myself wanting to go out with this. person. She's not ready to reveal all of her quirks. I think to this guy. I think. Well, you know what's interesting is like she just wants to post for like her friends and the people that are following. It's nice because what you're saying is the positive way to look at it. That's. I mean, I think I've done that before in, yeah. in the sense of like I wouldn't like. I'm not accepting a guy's like Instagram request before I've gone out with him just because I'm kind of like, I don't really want to like reveal all of sure. my information to you. But she's just also yet. in a position where she's like, you know, star. What did you call it? The star structure, star structure, right? Uh, where maybe she's looking to get a following. He, you know, he likes the class. He's come under that guise of like, yeah. Hey, loved your class. And now it's turned into like a different thing. Mm-hmm. And now she can't get out of it. Right. Um, so I get that. What do you, what do you, th- the ne- I guess the potential, the potential worst side of it is that she just doesn't if, like, if she agreed to go out with him and she's like looking at his stuff and she didn't like block him, I don't see, see why she would be doing that. I don't understand me, what, like, what do, what do you think is the potential negative reason that she well, to might me, be blocking that? I think it's, I think it's a little too far for her. I think that like you have to give guys, if you're worried about a guy thinking like, uh, look at, uh, he's going to like you or not. You right. know, like those quirks and whatever you post and how you post are like you well, know you are who you it's are like, it's what i'm saying when we post something it's usually like for someone or like not for someone so if we're posting something we're kind of like knew it doing it knowing that they're seeing it and maybe mm. she just wants to like take that pressure off of like I, especially like essentially like instagram storying when you're on vacation or somewhere you're going is like oh here's a camera like yeah. <laughs> person I might be dating. Like, do you want to like look at everything that I've been doing all yeah. week while, while before we went out and like, you can judge for yourself what I'm like before you meet me. What's interesting to me is that what you're saying, it totally makes sense to me. It's mm-hmm. the idea that she goes on this trip or whatever and is like, I don't want you seeing, I want to wait till we meet, mm-hmm. but I'm going to watch everything you do on your trip. Why not? Because he, it's a, he, <laughs> she wants this big surprise. She's like, like I don't want to be judged, but I'm judging you and maybe oh, I won't go out. Because it's much, yeah, it's easier to judge than to open yourself up I, to being judged. I'm with you. But if, at that point, if I'm this girl, if you're like living in that reality of the positive, right. where it, let's say the most positive way to look at it is the way you looked at it, mm-hmm. where it's, I don't want to show my life. I want to meet them ground floor, ground zero. Right then you would think you would give the opportunity. If, if you think that way, then you'd get, uh, I think I would still look at all. I'd be, I'd, I I'd want to, I'd want to, my curiosity would be like, I would still want to check you out and see sure. what you're doing. And like, I'm the same. I, and, I'm with you. Right. I think that's what I'm saying. I think it's, yeah. In the ideal world with that mentality, you're like, I'm not even going to look at their stuff either. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying if someone would think that far out, I would think maybe they would think that far out, like to be this like Zen person. Right. But not in no, reality, I don't they're think not it's Zen for, at all. I don't think it's really for being Zen. It's just, it's more like someone with, with a slight amount of anxiety. Mm. Like it's making me anxious thinking about you, like watching all my stuff and then having to like now have to like put up stuff that I think you'll like. Yeah. It's like, do you know what I mean? And it's, it's interesting because they've only met once, you know, it's like, and it's well, like, yeah, we're, it's, I mean, the less positive way to look at it, the way I was like, as a guy, mm-hmm. why I would do this to a woman that had approached because you're me. Po- putting up like stuff that you don't think that I'd want to see. 
I'd it'd be with like a girl. Like that right. I'm still kind of seeing somebody. It hasn't really ended yet. This vacation is If you're kind of seeing someone that and person. putting them on their story, it's like kind of weird. That's possible. It's but, definitely a possible thing that you could be doing or like even a friend, you don't want to open it up to interpretation and like give them the wrong idea. Sure. That's another possibility. Like I was thinking because she was going to a wedding. So I was thinking, oh, she's going to see an ex at this wedding. They have well, some unfinished business. Seeing? We didn't see. I didn't look. I thought you saw the story. No, I just saw that it was there. Oh, I you could, didn't actually look. I at got it. too big of a profile. Oh, <laughs> she would have known. Would, they would have blown up would, everything. <laughs> she would find him. We double checked. Tell me the thing. I'll look. You look. <laughs> <It'll> <laughs> thing back to you. Yeah, this, well, yeah. that's the thing. Right. We did some invest. There were stories there, but I couldn't look. But I'm saying, and then also he became unmuted at some, or unblocked at one point. Right. So maybe like there's certain stuff she wanted to to post. That's why I thought not- it was like a guy with unfinished business. Well, then yeah, I if I were him, I would. Just kind of like go with it, Pre- like pretend that didn't happen. Sure. And like if it, you know what I mean, it's kind of thing where if it works out, like that's not going to have mattered. And if it doesn't, like that's also kind of not going to have mattered. But it is a little weird. But I could see her mentality in doing that. I totally. She's probably just like maybe better safe than sorry. I'd rather sure. just have him not see it than like than have him like reading too into this or yeah. The or funny this being a the thing. funny part is what you're saying is like. That's the toughest part about dating right now is that he has to go through with this. He has to come back from the trip mm-hmm. and say, hey, are you ready to get a drink? And act like he didn't notice any of this shit. Right. Because if he says we're all noticing the same things, just like she's noticing to un- to block him, yeah. to unblock him. To- and he's noticing that he was blocked to block to unblock. But we're not allowed. You have to wait until you're like, okay, now we're cool. Now I'll bring it up. Right. Because it's, Cause like, be cause it's more person. like, I'm not cool if I tell you that I'm doing this because I'm showing you that I really care yes. if I'm investigating if you have like all sure. your Instagram stories. So like, yeah, you have to, someone has to like you enough to not care if you're cool anymore yeah. for you to tell them that story. <laughs> I told you I had like a thing with my like, uh, with my current boyfriend where we first started dating. He went away. I went away. He was only like Snapchat messaging me for the first like three days Mm -hmm. and it like bothered shit out of me. We got to get back and I pretended that I didn't care at all. Yeah. Like until six months later and I'm like, that was so annoying. It was driving me crazy. Did he ever tell you the reason he did it? He was like, I was away. Like I didn't really, we were like, we're all date. You were away. I was away. We were like day drinking. I didn't really want to be like having like a full, having to like be sober enough to have a full conversation with you. And then when I got back on Sunday, I texted you. Um, <laughs> I'm with him. I, uh, I, right, I, get I get it. it. It was just like, I remember like I had friends who were also like in early dating scenarios and they were like on these phone calls, like fucking Europe. And I'm like, Oh great. I got like, a, I got a Snapchat. <laughs> I got, the, I got a weird kissy right, face. It's the bar in Nashville. So exciting. <laughs> like, yeah but you're better off for it this is the thing like yeah he's like i have no regrets knowing that that bothers you so much i would have done it again Um, and he's right because let's say he does the other way around where he non-stop texts you from his vacation you barely know each other and he's going i'm so drunk i kind of miss you and you're like we went on one fucking date right well it's like yeah so i'm saying the grass is like a little always like a little greener right by probably if he he was doing that i'd be like what like what a loser like enjoy your trip um (laughs) but this way it was all also fresh what i'm saying like you can't be cool you you can't let yourself be known as uncool until you're like in yeah i i'm i'm for and then that you can tell everyone all the weird shit that you were thinking sure. in the early stages i mean yeah at one point you look back laughing at it right now it's like funny because i'm not like oh 
now I'm not interpreting that as like, oh, he doesn't like me that much. Is there anything that could be done during that? Like, what if that, what if your boyfriend was like, uh, you know, funny story. I was still hooking up with someone we were dating and I had to break up with her before I could get off a snap with you. (laughs) 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 Would you be like at this point? Because it's like over. Sure. I don't really. I wouldn't. You wouldn't care. care. But be, like, do you, it would only. It would if it bothered me. It would mean I was like still insecure about like where I stood. Yes. I think if it doesn't, I wouldn't bother me merely because like I don't. I feel like pretty secure yeah. in like his affection or liking of me. Where so, you like, guys right, are? Yeah. Where we are at this point. But I, maybe if it was if it, he had told me in the moment, it would have given me like a huge amount of anxiety. Um, there was a different story where like I found out like six months in that he had like probably a year before we dated had like hooked up with one of my friends, like drunkenly at a bar or whatever. Really? Barely even remembered. Yeah. And I found that out like six months in and I like, I didn't care like at all. Cause it was like, it was kind of funny. Yeah. I was almost like, it's just weirder that you didn't tell me, but now I'm kind of like, I'm glad you didn't tell me because like, it would have changed I, it your opinion. Been, it would have been like weird for me, but now I don't care because I'm like. How did you find out? One of it was like one of his friends told him, and he didn't even really remember because yeah. it was like one of those like drunken whatever things, it was. right? He didn't even remember, and then he was like, it came, I guess, like back to him, and he just decided not to tell me. It's like one of his friends so, like told him when I brought her around because we like all hey, met up at a bar. remember that girl you yeah. made out with her and he right. was like, what? Exactly. And he didn't like say anything to me because yeah. he'd been dating like six weeks. And then he told me like later on. And I don't even know if she remembers because she's never said anything. But um, have you said n- anything to her? I didn't because I don't want to make it weird. But like it's now it's just kind of funny. She has a boyfriend too. It's, sure. like, it's like fine. It's really funny. It's just like um, it's one of those things that's you know what I mean? It's There's once you're really comfortable with someone, you can tell them of things. Of course. And but then in the beginning, it's what's weird. so funny though, like relating it to like messages we get and the mm-hmm. emails we get. Like, this is like a red flag deal breaker moment. You know, right. like you find out that you, everything's perfect, but six months in, you find out he made out with your best friend drunken at a bar. Right. And it's like, yeah, kind of, we all have histories. We all have our past. We all have like shit going on. Like mm. we have to, I think we as like a, as a generation dating right now have to really start letting things go that our parents could never let go. Well, they wouldn't know as much as we would know. They probably, yeah. there's probably so much stuff that they don't even know just for the lack of like social media sure. that they've now think of as like these probably would be deal breakers to them Yeah, that aren't because everyone but that's okay the world is a smaller place now well i'd like to see what the statistic is because I, I mean we just taped the interview the le- the people behind the curtain we right. taped the interview with uh justin from hinge and we did some games with the statistics but i would like to know what are the amount of people that we know today versus like 30 years ago like like how many people do we to be do you, like do you know well do you know Not like know, on an like, intimate level is different than like do you do i know what's going on in their life like i know what so many people are doing these days but that i don't care about at all that are just like on these nothing is ex- weirder than going home for like a holiday and then having your mom bring up 
some random person from high school and go, and then you come back with their whole resume. Right. Oh, they were just in Lykonos for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it looks that, like they had a great time. And like, you haven't spoken to them in 10 yeah, years. Yeah, they're dating this person. I think they had a different girlfriend like last year, but now it looks like they're... Oh, yeah, she has three kids. I see job, the little baby. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and it's like, why am I talking about these people? Why do I know? Right. Why do I know all these people? Which is why I love that Instagram mute button taking this full circle yeah. is because I don't have to be like, aggressively unfollowing someone that I no longer sure. care about. I can just like, because un- actually, I actually do think it takes something away from my day to be seeing updates and all these people that I don't give a shit about. Absolutely. So I, I love that mute button because it's like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not offending you by unfollowing you. No. I'm just like choosing not to like waste my mental energy this getting updates st- about your life. This is someone I don't need to ask questions of. Right. <laughs> I wish I didn't know the, an- you ever yeah. like, just, you ever like someone brings someone up and you like are like, I wish I didn't know all this information yeah. about you. That's every person my mom brings up at home and she goes, did you see so-and-so had a baby? I'm like, yeah, they had the baby three weeks ago and, it's, and they named it this and they right. went on the Did you see the gender moon. reveal party? Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. uh, he hit a golf ball that turned out pink. I saw the whole fucking thing and I'm like, I don't even know this fucking person. Right. And then when you see them, you have to pretend you also don't really. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the grow hair serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's do some emails. Let's do an email. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Um, listen, people, keep sending those in. Keep rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Keep telling friends. Make it your Instagram story. Make 
people know about this show. Please. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, Jordana and Jared, big fan of the podcast. I'm an OG listener. I've already rated, reviewed, subscribed. Good job. And posted my Instagram story every week. Wow. This is a real fan. Everyone else who doesn't do this isn't a real fan. <laughs> yeah, 20, so never live up. I'm a 24 year old. I'm a 24 year old from Boston in a year long relationship. For some context, my boyfriend and I grew up in the same city, knew each other as kids, but never were friends. As I moved to the suburbs in fifth grade, we crossed paths again at mutual friend's birthday party about a year and a half ago. When we first remet, I was newly single from a really shitty breakup. Now uh, my now boyfriend saw me as a as I entered the bar, approached me, <laughs> stating the obvious: I haven't seen you in years. As conversation progressed, he chimed in with comments such as my face actually really hurts right now from smiling so hard i don't know about that one uh, jared's cheese cheese meter is uh, going yeah, yeah, on yeah. i just got the chills you get at the end of full house when they give you the lesson with uh, the music with yeah. that music when the music changes and you're like i gotta change the channel yeah. I, I'm, I'm 30 i'm watching this show <laughs> uh, and if i had known you and his other thing was if i had known uh you would approach uh you would look like this when we were you would younger look like this when i was younger i would have locked it down then i don't like any of those lines. That's uh, right. It's a little too much. You're supposed to pretend you like someone for their personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> also, if I had known what you looked like when you were younger, I would have locked it down then when she was five. What, what are you talking about? That's <laughs> a little weird. I only anticipated what it would look like after you got your braces off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I would have locked you down at 13. That whole night, I was minimally interested. Good. Uh, in spending time, uh, spending the whole night with him and really wanted to have fun celebrating my friend's birthday. After that night, he had gotten my number, continued to reach out, asking me on dates and saying he would take any opportunity he got to see me at this point i wasn't interested in starting anything so i was a classic asshole and read his text with read receipts on burn and wouldn't answer fast forward six months countless unanswered date invitations i finally went out with him and it was beyond great he was a total gentleman uh, fun and funny and the perfect amount of flirty and respectful. We continued to see each other and became a couple. In the beginning, he would always come to my apartment, bring flowers, take me on amazing dates. Now we're a year into dating and we continue to have a blast, but these days it's like pulling teeth to get him to come over to my apartment. He's always saying that I can come to his house, which he lives at home. Oh, he lives at home and sleep over. Asked if I would uh, be open to picking him up at work along with other requests that he would certainly not do if the roles were reversed. So my problem is this. He was such a gentleman, went all above and beyond to see me and make our nights together great. But now he's becoming typical of him to not make an effort to get off his ass and see me yet always asking and expecting me to be the one who makes an effort. My question is, how do I make my point that he, this is annoying as fuck and now uh, without sounding like a broken record jared why do guys give up on the effort once they have the girl i feel as though this is a topic other listeners um may be able to relate to the passive aggressiveness is practically lethal at this point please help a girl out looking forward to hearing your insights what do we think i think this is actually a very typical struggle that sure. a lot of you know women dating have where it's sometimes it's not quite the baiting bait and switch which is when a guy pretends to be really interested in you and then you sleep with him and he backs off mm -hmm. this is almost like a more long-term <laughs> situation <laughs> yeah um i think that this is probably like a little bit of a, a mutual thing like everything in the beginning of a relationship everyone's on their best behavior sure. they're trying the hardest they can and yeah. then it can be frustrating to feel like people are like taking you for granted mm -hmm. or just kind of used to you and no longer putting in an effort mm -hmm. so i think this is definitely like a real problem and but essentially this is also like you getting to know who someone actually is that's I think that's a big part of it. I that, think I think like um, it's it's really interesting. I think this happens like guy or girl. Right. Like I think girls also 
do this get lazy in relationships too yeah i told you about my my rag pajamas <laughs> yeah you, you're in tattered rags yeah yeah, yeah. it started off all hot and, <laughs> and, and now you're in lingerie a, some now other dude's right. sweatshirt exactly <laughs> um no yeah. makeup hair in a bu- top on um yeah, no, I Women think that- put so much emphasis on hair in a top bun as if guys aren't like into f- that too. I don't know. Are they? Don't they like when you like wash your hair? <laughs> I don't know. It can look hot either way. You Listen, sure. it's just a different look. We like okay. different, you know. So, um, but I, that's always the reference point. Flats. Oh, okay. Oh, whoa. Who's this monster? Uh, <laughs> um, so, that's fair. Um, I thought you were four, five, nine. Now you're four, five. What, what happened? happened? You know, I've, so, been, I've been fooled. <laughs> how did this happen? Okay. So I, I, the thing that what you said is exactly right. You finding out, and we, I mean, we just went on, uh, we talked a lot about like six months in, you can say, right. What happened there? You can show you're uncool that you're not perfect. Sure. This is who you are. I, there's two things in this email that like strike me badly. Right. Um, one, a lot of guys will be so romantic and cheesy in place of game. Okay. So it's like the the anti game. game. It's the anti game game is I, Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. I need you. Uh, if I had known what you look like at 13, I would have been right. locking you down. Well, they start off with putting you on like a pedestal. Totally. And it's right. like you can't amount to that at any other point in the relationship. That's them. This And he also the fact that she like was like, fuck this dude. I'm going to go and have fun. And he kept texting, kept texting, kept texting. Right. And then it's like, well, he, I must be crazy. He wants me so bad. And it's like. We also don't know how many other people he's doing this. If that's the way he approaches women in general, right? How special it's not are really you? About you, he's pretending you're he's, special, but it's like anything that someone does, they would do to probably like anyone they were remotely he's playing in. a part, right? And I think it's more like he put you on this pedestal of like, I this is some girl I could never get. Like yeah. I'm like so interested, and like I'm kind of I can't believe that I like managed to get a date with this girl, which is why in the beginning he's bringing you flowers coming over. He like thinks he's, he's and then like you both actually get to know each other. Yeah. Once and, you're like, locked you're, in. you're perfect and you're normal. I mean, you're not perfect and everyone is normal and everyone, everyone normalizes out. If you're dating a supermodel or if you're dating a regular person or if you're dating a guy who you think is incredible and then everyone just becomes like they become less of like this, like shining image and more of like this actual I person was, that you have to live with. Here's the perfect example. I was on a flight once with Al Sharpton. Okay. Was it Al Sharpton? Is that the guy that got lost a bunch of weight? The Al Sharpton is the reverend. I got to look this up. He's like the civil rights activist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a flight. He was in first class. I'm sitting yeah. in coach and I'm looking at him. He's got this three-piece suit on. He looks fucking amazing. Um, I'm looking up to make sure. It's not Al. Sh- yeah, Al Sharpton. Okay. He's in a three-piece suit. He's got like the, the hanging watch gold thing. And then I look at him and he goes to the bathroom and he's in there for like 10, 15 minutes. And I'm thinking he had to undo that whole three-piece suit to take a dump on this fucking Delta flight. Right. We all take dumps. All of us are dressed up. We're all humans. We're all humans. We're all Sharpton until we got to take a dump. Right. Okay. Just like this guy. He was dressed to the nines in compliments. He was telling you this, telling you that. And then it's like, where'd he go home to? And this is my second most important part of this email. He went back to his parents' house where he lives. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This guy is a lazy fuck and he did the easiest things ever to impress you. And then when he got you, he said, welcome to my home. 
Say hi to mom and dad on the way right. in. This boy, when he got you, he said, this is who I really am. Yes. He I'm won't not the even, Reverend Al Sharpton. I'm no Sharpton. I'm, I'm Sharpton taking a dump. Right. This is who like, and Sharpton is Sharpton taking a dump. Everyone yes. is like normalizes Sharpton out. Sharpton is Sharpton taking a dump. Everyone is like, he, sometimes he's on the stage and he's killing it. And yeah. sometimes he's home sure. taking a, taking, going he to He had to undo the vest right. to sit down on the toilet. Yeah. But this guy lives at home. He, so he won't even make the effort in his own life. Why would he do it with you? He's asking you for rides and shit. Right. He's used to being taken care of. Yeah. But his mom is making him dinner. You're replacing mom. Right. And so, like, I think for you, like, realize that the person, anyone you're dating in the first four months of dating, that's not who they are. Yes. That's not who they are. That's why you shouldn't marry someone that you've met a month, Ariana Grande. Um, <laughs> well, don't, my, let my friend Pete off the hook. Pete's okay. a good guy. <laughs> I'm sure he's great. I like Pete. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's great. I'm not. This, I'm, this isn't a personal to attack. To me, they make sense. I, I'll say, to, okay. for all you talking shit, it makes sense to me that they're engaged. This isn't This isn't a personal attack. And who's more cynical than me? I, 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 you, listen, I'm, impr- I'm kind of impressed with the I romanticism there. I get that they're engaged there. knowing what I know. Fair. Just from other people. Listen, from the inside scoop, inside access Hollywood (laughs) here. Um, Anyway, that's why you should be with someone a while before you really commit to them is because the more you're with someone, the more you figure out who they actually are. Well, this is why beware the romantic guy with cheesy lines. Beware, right. Beware anyone who looks, seems like they're like putting you on this thing where they need to like get you and like, and feel like they're put, they're putting you at like a level above or below them. Yeah, it doesn't. Because we're all really on the same level. Absolutely, we're ten percent away from each other. Whatever right. that might be. So, I mean, for this guy, what you do have to go is, oh, take take. Uh, here's the two examples. He told me that he, she wrote two examples. Which ones matter more? Okay, the one example is he told me, uh, I haven't seen you in years. Uh, I my face hurts. Actually, hurts from or, or from smiling so hard. Does that ma- versus lives at home with parents. Right. <laughs> which matter which tells you about the person more lives at home with parents because that's an action okay. and that takes more effort or less effort in this case that right. is who he is he is Johnny Brokesville living in Mama Bear's right. basement which you can accept or you can find someone who is more proactive well, in life that, well that should be what you should accept as far as like what he'll do and his life right but well, i'm yeah so i'm saying like that's so some people want to date that person so that's totally he, fine that's totally fine doesn't I sound agree. like she does would you what would your advice to her be my advice would be for, because if you do if you do really like this guy you could start off here's the thing if someone does something if it has a personality trait that annoys the shit out of you yeah there's three ways that you can approach it okay you can say um i'm gonna Find someone that I like who has better, who has doesn't have this shitty quality. Okay. You could take like a little bit of a risk that they don't have other positive qualities that you like in this person. Um, you can accept that that you just lower your expectations and expect that that's always what they're going to be like. Mm-hmm. Or you can try to nudge them like 10% more towards you. Yeah. You're never really going to, this guy is never going to be the guy who like is being extremely proactive and taking this initial efforts without yep. a push to move out of his parents' house and become the flowers guy again you can try to push him he might get a little bit more there he's sure. never going to be fully there i so what, i mean you, you yeah. could try to change him i would start i would start with that if that doesn't work i would bounce. i agree with that advice i totally agree and here's what i think she should do he's never going to be the flowers guy again, right which is completely normal he fucked himself yeah um. <laughs> well that's why my boyfriend said that's why i will never pick you up from the airport in the beginning really because I, I had a friend whose boyfriend picked her up and after that same trip yeah he picked her up from the airport he like 
Where can we go in New York City? Uber there on the way back. He's like, now he's going to have to do that for the rest of his life. And that's from Harry Met Sally, too, where he's like, I don't want you to ever say to me, how come you never pick me up from the airport anymore? (laughs) That's that's why you don't buy your kids a Mercedes. So (laughs) I will say to her, living at home is really the issue here because she doesn't want to fucking stay at the mom's house. And that's part of it. So if he improves his life in one aspect, then at least he's coming towards you a little bit. Right. I would say to him, Hey, listen, um, I, I like what we got going on here. I'm enjoying our relationship, but I can't stay at your parents' house. Um, you can stay with me, but until you move out and get your own place, that's when I'll start staying. And we can, then, then I'll start, staying with you but it's really uncomfortable for me as an adult right to walk to by, live in someone's mom's live in house. someone else's space right and not your space but also your mom's space because i'm not there yet and at least that is a that is not you saying i want rides i want this i want that that's you saying i just feel personally right. uncomfortable this is what i'm gonna do this is yeah. my standard it does it would be that my standard would be that way with anyone it wouldn't it's not just about you yeah it's about and you can either do it or you cannot. That's your choice. And but here, I'm telling you what I need. And I need to not stay at your place. But that means you can stay with me. Like, and, and if he gets angry at that thing, that's when you know that he's never going to change. Right. Like if, if you go to someone and say, hey, listen, like I hear I understand you're living at home. You're saving money. That's fine. But I just don't feel comfortable staying at your parents house. It's an I, I it's just not my place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if he can't if he goes, Oh, so you think I got to be out of my own so I don't, you know, so I can't save money anymore? Like, that's what right. liars do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's what assholes do. So that should give you the sign of whether this guy is actually serious. Serious action. Not that he said he was smiling too much. Right. Yeah. No, U-U- I agree. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do, our qu- let's do a quick weird sexual encounter of the week before we get to Justin. Hi guys, love you so much. I met this guy on Bumble on the second date. We were hot and heavy in the Uber Uber back to his place. We started hooking up and we were experimenting with several different positions. We started in the living room and ended in his bedroom with me bent over the bed and him standing fucking me from behind. He was right next to his bookshelf (laughs) and while having sex, he started grabbing books off the shelf and violently tearing pages out and running the torn pages across my back and ass. He would then throw the books across the what room. What is wrong with people? After poor book number three, I called it quits. I had a ton of books and I guess he had a ton of books and I guess books get him off. I was weirded out and left. He keeps texting me, but books just don't do it for me. Keep up the good work. Girl who doesn't read. <laughs> poor book number three. Where does this guy live? A library? Uh, who has this many books? You don't have three books? No. <laughs> you don't have three books in <laughs> your apartment? Not arm's reach on a sill, oh my like God. on a windowsill. Like, this book, th- I mean, the bo- have you heard a- of such a thing? I've heard of people with a bookshelf. Come on. <laughs> you, have a, you have friends with bookshelves? Where are you? What I have a, bo- I have a bookshelf. are you living in? You do? Uh, yeah, I have books that I have in my apartment. Leather bound? No, <laughs> just like, ra- like chiclet. Like, ran- I write, check out, Betches has written a few books. You guys should check <laughs> them out, buy them all, and put them on your bookshelf, so, and then find this guy so we can tear the pages out of them. This is, what do you call this move? The reader. The reader. <laughs> I I have seen where there's this thing with like touch. Like you see the porn. Okay. Like well they'll just like graze Some things over. I guess like we'll like graze things over you. So I kinda get it, but like 
It's I call mean, it he the must librarian. have a lot of books if he can afford to tear the saying. pages out. How many books yeah. can you go through to just tear pages out? Has he read them? Are they you know from college? Are they workbooks? Grazing them across her body. I don't know. Would you go back? Red flag or deal breaker? I think I'd have to be like, what the fuck was up with the books thing last yeah, night? I would have that to was know. weird. You'd yeah. have to ask them about it. If like, what if he was like, I thought that would feel good for you. I didn't have any feathers. First time, anything, someone, anytime someone does something like that first time, I'm like probably out. But yeah. if it's like you're dating someone for, let's say you're dating a girl for like four months and she's like, I just, I just really like to have like the pages of books <laughs> just, just slightly. Please just slightly. Against my uh, skin while we're having sex. You'd probably be like. All else is great. You'd probably yeah. be like, all right, I could, all right. I could fuck with that. We'll buy no. some cheap books on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a shelf. Amazon Prime Day. Yeah, that's, mm. <laughs> we'll get a big bookshelf. Can I do it with my Kindle and not tear? I think it's mm. so funny that someone walks into their apartment, like if this was your thing, and like a married couple, like, whoa, look at your book collection. Right. And then they start going there. Why are all the pages ripped <laughs> out? Oh, we, you know, we do a thing. Their secret sex room yeah. sash. <laughs> this is weird. Know. It's a weird one. Um, I agree. I guess I'm red flag. I, I would still be in. First time? Still red flag? First time, because I'd be like, where does this go? Okay. Maybe first uh, first time, I need something normal. Yeah. You need- As it goes on, I think you can reveal, again, like, reveal all your uncool, weird shit mm. in time, because everyone has it. I'd but be like... I would just... I'd be like, well, go do it on my balls. Let me see how that feels. <laughs> Let me just see what it is. You're kind of into it. Get like a paper cuts all over your body. Uh, How'd you get all those paper cuts? How'd you get a paper cut on your ass? Ah, I can't talk about it. Tantric book <laughs> sex. Very strange. All right. We'll be right back with, with Justin, the founder of Hinge. Boom. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. 
and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. We're back with our guest, Justin McLeod. He is the um, founder of Hinge, which you all know and love, which is killing it right now. Um, we're a big fan here at Betches, obviously. Jared, are you, are you on big, Hinge? Big fan. I'm on the app. I enjoy it. I think... Uh, How's it going? It's going okay. I mean, I'm you know single, but you know, <laughs> thanks a lot. Um, no, but I, li- I like the app. I think um, there's reasons that I have that I think uh, it's better for what maybe a listener here might be looking for. You know, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's got good constraints. Like I, I like constraints. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, in the world of dating today, like, you know, the idea that you could just swipe for days, like men are going to just keep swiping. Right. Totally. And there's no leash and hinge kind of provides the leash without even knowing it. I think to me is that i mean is i've that never part heard it described like that but that's a good way <laughs> well, to i think it's it. the reason it's good yeah. it's the man tamer I, I, I mean if you what, what i mean was there a reason that you yeah what, came was, up your, with it? what was the what was your founding story essentially? well so we we started hinge a long time ago we started hinge mm-hmm. in 2011 before tinder even uh came along it was like the friend of a friend it app. was the friend of a friend app yeah. it was a swiping app and um, over time, you know, Tinder came along, other swiping apps came along, and we sort of just fell into this category of just another swiping app. And what we found was that for um, it just it created a whole lot of noise. Like when you're guys like like 70% of the people that they see, mm. it just creates a ton of matches and people don't really know where to put their focus. And the whole experience is rather uh I'll say objectifying when you're reduced to just a mm-hmm. single photo and a single card that's swiped left to right. And so we wanted to um, appeal to people. We, like my, when I started the company, our mission was to uh, connect people for meaningful connections. And we found just swiping just like wasn't helping people find meaningful connections. And so when we uh, decided in 2016 to re- basically reboot Hinge and start it over with a different interface that would actually live up to that mission, um, we developed the interface we have now, which is mm. key in that it it uh, you create detailed profiles, you like content. So that means when you see someone you like, you don't just swipe right on their face, you actually engage with them, you like something of theirs, you comment on it. And then, um, and then we also show the person that you like them, so people aren't swiping just to see if the other person liked them back, and they'll worry about it later. Sure, it really helps you focus on the people that you like that also uh, like you back. Right. I mean, as a guy on these apps, I can tell you that like what your app does to me, it forces a guy to be more thoughtful. Yeah, like I, I just know that like I'm guys are swiping in half a second. And if you get to the bio, that means you're just deciding on someone that you're not really sure about. Mm-hmm. Like on it, I, I, I notice in the way I like when I swipe right on on any like other, on, any other, other swiping apps, app. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm moving. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Right. No, go, 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 go. No. Yeah. And then on Hinge, you only get how many likes. Uh, so you get you get ten likes a day, but we find that most people don't even reach the limit. It's not about the limit; it's more about the it's quality. Yeah, we I mean, we try <laughs> to show you quality people, and that's another benefit of having when you're more selective. Mm-hmm. We can learn your taste a lot better. But and, the reason that, you, but when you only get ten a day, you start looking at people more. Yeah, because you're like, I got ten arrows in the the quiver, mm-hmm. and it's like you got to shoot to kill. 
And, and it's like, no, what I'm just saying, like I, I'm, and and that's gonna force you to be a more thoughtful reader of the bios, and right. and and that's like I'm saying, like I'm I'm just an everyday dude. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna read the bios of like one in a million girls that I don't match with on the swiping apps, but. Right. I just noticed the way, you know, it's just an animalistic thing. Like, I just noticed the way I operate is totally different on Hinge than I do on a swiping app where you have an unlimited amount. Right. I think you also have more to work with about the person because they have, like, the prompts and you're answering questions. And it's, like, giving you a little bit more insight into someone into, like, a hot or not kind of Do you Do you feel. notice that more people get, like, because of those prompts? Do they, like... Do you notice? Do you have like? Do you notice that people like that are more invested in the app do better? You know, come out of it with more. Is there something that, to that? Uh, so certainly, I think the prompts help people uh, become more selective, right? It, it sort of pushes you in either direction because you get a sense of this person's personality and whether you would actually click on a date. And so, the more time I think people invest into those prompts and answering them thoughtfully, which most people do, mm. uh, the more like you're going to attract the right people to you, and the more right. that. Uh, I think you'll end up on better dates. See, if I'm a girl, I'd be on Hinge. I, yeah. I, I mean that like totally, I mean, like not because you're just here. I'm just saying like we get emails from women all the time. I get DMs. Right. They want like, guys who are serious. Guys who are, who are serious who are just, actually right, looking and at them and looking for relationships and looking for, but right. also like no guy's gonna go out there saying he's looking for a relationship. Like I, I'm just saying, like they're like, they're gonna say, uh, you know, uh, you know, ask a guy if he has a girlfriend and he'll look at you and go. Ah, and you're like, okay, they've been dating six months. You know, like, you know, like, you know the deal. But I'm saying this is a, like, and guys are going to go where the women are. That's why there's ladies night at the bar. Right. Like, right. so like, fuck the guys. <laughs> you know, like we don't, they're going to come to the app if the women are there. Yeah. I mean, we, we find that. Right. I'm just, I'm right. not, yeah, I just no, know what I would do. That's what I hear with yeah. dating apps. But I think know. if I'm a woman, like, you know, people are like, I'm sick of the dating apps. I'm sick of the, like, go to the one that's the most built for you. Right. Like, right. I, I mean, but, it, but it, it does is end up it ends up being more effective, I think, for everyone. And we find that guys like it better than than the other apps as well, mm-hmm. um, just because it, it leads to better outcomes for them. I, I'm just saying, it, like, guys don't like going to paint night, but they go because they want to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> so, you mean they want to uh, find love. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, 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 that's, saying, what like, meant, if, that's what he meant to say. If, if you go yes. on one of the swiping yes. apps and there's and there's just a bunch of tumbleweeds. Have you been to paint night, Jared? I've been, I, 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 I feel like you've got a whole paint night yeah, yeah, like side a whole story. Thing. It's a whole, um, you know, like, but, but I'm just saying, like, if you go to like, if you go to a swiping app and it's just tumbleweeds and there's nobody there, right? Guys are gonna go, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta go find where the yeah, that's a prerequisite, right? Yeah, well, I mean, the, this is, I mean, we we have to admit to the realities of these things, totally. And I think that's why I'm. I, I, I know this is a, a weird way to get to why I'm like in favor of Hinge, <laughs> but I'm saying this is. Why I he would be on? Cause, I cause, like it because yeah. uh, women like it. Yeah, yeah. but, but I, 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 I think it's works, better for women. But yeah. Really, I think it works the other way around because it actually ends up attracting guys who are interested in something more meaningful, sure. and, and it ends up rejecting guys who aren't. Like if you're if you're a guy who's not who's just looking to like screw around, mm-hmm. you're going to get very frustrated by Hinge very quickly. Yes, and because it's just like, why am I putting in all this effort? This is stupid. I could just be swiping. Sure, and so right. those guys will leave, and mm-hmm. the guys who are actually interested in like finding something more meaningful stay. And as a result, women like it more because the because of the guys who are there. And the best feature, I think, also is when you like something, it asks you, "Do you want to say something?" 
Yes. Correct. So you right. have to, if you're really like. Gives you something to comment on. That's always yeah. something that so, like um, girls write in and they're like, what do I say? How do I make, how do I like message someone on a dating app? This is essentially giving you like a, a prompt or something to respond to. Yeah. Which makes it so much easier than just randomly being like, how's your weekend? Sure. No one really cares about I mean, that. I, when yeah. I like, how's your Monday? Exactly. How's your Monday? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, but if you like a picture, you can't just be like, hey, great bathing suit shot. Like you got to right. like put a little bit more thought into like, not on hinge. You can't not yeah. on hinge. I'm right. saying like, yeah. you got to say like, Hey, uh, I, you know, like the color red, you right. know, like, cause you wore a red bikini in this picture. You know, like I, <laughs> I'm just saying like, I love that color. It <laughs> yeah. really brings hey, out hey, your hey. eyes. <laughs> um, so you guys just launched a new feature. It's called most compatible. Correct. Can you, can you, I, I was on hinge when I was single. I'm not, I'm currently in a relationship. My brother actually met, um, his wife on hinge. So, Hinge family. Amazing. Um, but so you guys just launched this this most compatible feature. Jared, you're on Hinge and you're aware of it as I well, too. I right? know it and I've used it. I, How's I, it going? I wrote to the girl and I'll give everyone my opening line with uh, uh, the most compatible feature. I wrote, my aunt Hinge said we'd be good together. I can't nice. I have to listen to my family. <laughs> Boom. So wait, so break, break it's a good line. I mean, it, it, you're essentially an on fixing us up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And how just you your uncle Justin, uncle, ready to, ready to <laughs> uncle Justin, figure it out. Matchmaker. But what, what is? Uh, how do you come to the conclusion of who's most compatible? You're good at it. I'm not saying because everyone that's been suggesting me, I go, oh, I would have, yeah, you know, like. But how do you get to that? Yeah, sure. So um, we are, well, first of all, you should probably thank Sean Sean, our data scientist, but uh, it's, yeah, we're, he's we're, the one that knows all our, she, you know, or she's the one that knows all <laughs> our billing all information. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we, what we're trying to do is we're trying to show you the person that we think you would like, who is most likely to like you back, right? Of course, we could show you people that you're going to like, sure. um, but we really, we're trying to find basically the pairings. Uh, and the person, by the way, that you see is also the person that's seeing you. It's not, yeah. this isn't just your most compatible. It's you're each other's most compatible. So so it comes out, what time? It's a certain time of day. I think it comes out at noon every day. So at noon, you're getting, you're saying, you know, Joe Blow, we think that, uh, you know, Julie Blow will be, <laughs> it will be good for you and, and vice versa. Right. Okay. Right. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and so the way that it works is like we're, okay. we're learning your taste over time and we're learning everyone else's taste over time. And then what we use is a, uh, we use an algorithm that's called the Gail Shapley algorithm. It's okay. what medical schools use for medical school matching, for example. And it was actually invented to solve what was called the stable marriage problem. It's if you've got a hundred uh, guys and a hundred girls in a room, how do you match them up in a way that no one would want to trade with each other? They'd all be basically happy with their, there's with a way the to do that. Way. Yes. There's wow. a way so to there's do that. real science going on. So this. there's real science, real math going on. I mean the whole aunt thing that I just did, <laughs> my aunt's yeah. like, you're a Jew. That's a Jew. Go make more Jews. <laughs> you're actually looking at this thing, making it happen. That's right. But and we're just talking about the sophisticated setup, right? Yeah. yeah. In, well, in previous is, episodes, we talked about how like pe some people just try to set you up based on not knowing anything about you. Which and, is too single which people. Which is annoying. Yeah. Right. This is actually thought out. This is thought out. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and what we find is that uh, it it does work. So we find that the people when we when we suggest most compatibles, they're eight times more likely to end up on a date than other people on the app. So it's definitely 
It's uh, pretty amazing. Pepsi Zero in. If I'm a woman listening to this, I'm deleting um, the other everything else right now. I'm and just I'm just <laughs> saying this and my real aunt. Aunt yeah. Hinge and my real right. aunt. That's what I'm going right. with. For women, day. it's just tough. Like it's like you're just wading through like a lot of on the swiping apps, like just a lot of bullshit. People mm. who like are not serious and there's no way to tell. Yeah. So this is I love this. I think it's great. What do you uh so I mean this has just started though. You're already seeing success. Yeah, that's right. We've been testing it for a few months in, in other markets. Okay. Uh, and what market a, do you go to to I, be like, I, let's I, let's mess with Cleveland? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, think it, I think it was Atlanta in, in this case, but we uh, we just we choose a smaller market where mm. we wanna we wanna be able to test something to make sure that it works before we roll it out to yeah. the rest of rest of the members. It's so funny if it didn't work, all these Atlanta I know divorces. Heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, they're the guinea pigs. <laughs> You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Let's, uh, let's, let's play our, um, our, our game. Justin brought some, yep, you guys have, stats. you guys have your data scientists. We so, do. um, you have some interesting dating stats for us and we're excited to guess. And Jared, do you want to explain how our game is going to work? So here's the game. 
Uh, you're going to give us a, a question. You're going to ask what percent. Give us an example if you, if you could give us. An uh, OK, so what is the optimal amount of time to wait before double texting? So if you send that first text Ooh. and you don't hear back. Are you crazy what, or are you what, like what do you do? <laughs> what, um, how, so how much time should you wait? How much time should you wait in order to optimize your chance of actually like getting into a conversation? And this is person? in minutes. And this is in, uh, yeah, we can go. Or hours or yeah, days. Hours, anything. Days. Okay, anything. anything. It really I would is say, so you I would say gonna, three hours. Three hours. I would say an hour. Yeah. So so the, the if you text too early, you're kind of creep. But if you wait too late, then you just kind of miss the, the right. window. Right. Sure. Then the person but, forgets about you. But it is three hours and 52 minutes. Oh, wow. So I'm 352. good. 352. So you said three hours? Moment. I said three hours. So now, so, three there, hours, so this was the minutes. example one. Okay. Okay. So now. Oh, I don't win yet? You don't okay. win yet. That was 50. So you're 52 away. Okay. And I and I would be, you know, 60, 120, no, two hours. 172 away. Two hours and fifty-two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that and that would be like our score. Right. You're winning, and, and we'd go sh- smallest number would win. Okay. So you're winning. Great. Big time. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the game: is that we see who would get closer. But well, let's just guess. This is so fun. Yeah. Okay. 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 So this is Next the game. One. This okay. is real. All right. Uh, what hour of the week are you most likely to get? I have response. to say, hold on, hold on. I disagree with three hours Whoa. and 52 okay. minutes. Should we debate this it? Is the, this, this is, is the math, data. I know the data, thing. but like, what, you're going to just sit there? You disagree the earth is round? Uh, yeah. So like, that's what the data <laughs> it's says. Flat. This is flat. Okay, go ahead. I just think, <laughs> text back. What the fuck? Where are you? Okay. So which hour of the week mm. is, uh, are you most likely to get a response? If you send a message. Mm. Which day and hour or yeah, which, which hour? day and hour. Okay. Yep. There's like we're not gonna be able to compare. Hour. Sunday at seven p.m. Um, I think it's Wednesday at two. Jordana, <laughs> it's Sunday at nine p.m. You're quite wow. good. Oh wow! I am a dating master. <laughs> That's why I run this That's podcast right. with Holy you. Holy shit! Wow! I don't know why Sunday I'm here. Nine. I love that. Okay. Okay, this is actually very helpful for our listeners. Too. I shouldn't have suggested yeah. Hinge so yeah. much. Now I look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two zero or one zero. On average, how many dates do people go on before meeting their boyfriend and girlfriend on Hinge? How many Hinge dates? How many Hinge dates? Yeah. So we ask couples who met on Hinge and we say, oh, well, which, what number Hinge date okay. was this for you? Uh, that you, you decided to that, like that, that, that you now you found this person. Uh, this, I don't think I'm gonna be as good as this. Oh, one. how many hinge dates in? Right. How many hinge dates in did it? No, no like you, how many re- how many different got like how many different yeah. per- people of the opposite sex have you gone out with that you met on hinge before? That's right. You, before right. you found your okay. person who you're or now in sex, a relationship right. with. Um, I'm gonna say three. I was gonna say seven. Four. Wow. Oh. I'm just saying you have a more thoughtful guy. Yeah, it, that's, it is, that is not that many dates. That's not a lot. That's not a lot of not a lot of uh, th- you know frogs to kiss. Yeah, that's great. Wow, <laughs> that's that's, that's an, fewer that's frogs. That's, that's on average. New, so well, speaking, and, ten, yeah, you know, fewer marketing frogs, thing. Hinge, fewer, fewer frogs. frogs. Yeah. So on that note, what percent of people have kissed on a first date before? And, and, and on Hinge or in, in general? These are among Hinge members. So we surveyed Hinge, among mem- hinge, okay. among hinge members. Is this New York? Because uh, we know we got a lot of loose lips in no, New York. No, this is, this is, this is national. <laughs> national? National. I what percent of people Utah? have kissed on a first date? 85. Um, 70. Uh, 80. Whoa. Oh, just made it. Yeah. That's you. Okay. I can't believe Jordan, it's that really, high. It's pretty high. 
Good for the guys. I'm single for a long time. I, I asked around about this. <laughs> and, stuff. But that's ever. Yeah. Have you ever kissed on a first date? Not 80% of your of your dates end in kisses. Oh, 80% of the people have kissed on a, a first, first date. date. Oh. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, it's a new day. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what percentage of hinge dates uh, lead to people wanting to go on a second date? So what percentage of hinge dates do you think where someone leaves and is like, so okay, I want to go on a second first date with this dates, person? I want to or they happen? Uh, they want to. So they leave it and then we ask them like, do you want to go on a second date with this person? What percent of the time do you think that happens? 80. I think it's 70. 72. Okay. Papa J. That's pretty high. I'm surprised yeah, you guys really thought high. it was. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, 72% success rate. Yeah, no, that's I'm just given given your compatibility tests and all the like we were just talking yeah. about. I figured it would be high. I also that think, is really high. I also think that um, people leave a first date. I, something I've learned from this podcast is that women are giving guys a lot of chances. Okay. <laughs> and that they'll leave a first date being like, it was fine, but let's see what another one feels like. Right. So I, I think there's more hope in that. But all right, let's cool. Uh, so last couple here. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll give you some hints here. Um, the question is, how many New York Times wedding section announcements was Hinge responsible for Ooh, I love in this one. last year? In last year. So last the year, year 2017. Yep. How many wedding announcements? So there's 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> yes, 52 weeks in a year. I'll, I'll give you some, some, some stats, okay. which is that Bumble had six. Okay. And Tinder had 19. This is your brag point. This is the one where you start selling. Because <laughs> yeah. I can tell it's bigger. It's better than both of those. It's got to be. Bumble was six and Tinder was 19. 19. 25. I'm going to go 30. 32. Holy wow. shit. You guys That's want, a lot. And if you if you know a woman, we die for a New York Times wedding announcement. I mean, so. who doesn't want that? <laughs> now we know where to find them. My mom reads them in Boston. Like that's crazy that that's a that's thing. Crazy. That, like that's how much women love the New York Su- Times Sunday announcement. Times. Yeah, thirty-two. Thirty-two. I mean, you're bringing that to investor meetings. Going, we're doing something <laughs> right, right? Totally. That's, 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 the, that's the number one metric they look at. That's yeah, the only time. metric. <laughs> the only metric that matters. That should be on bus. On buses. On buses. Yeah. Because we hear from so many women. Like, I, I mean, I do. I get DMs with questions all the time. How do I get in the New York Times? How do I get in the New York Times? <laughs> wedding section. How do I make the wedding section? That is, that is the hallmark yeah. of dating. The, the quintessential dating moment. Yeah. A wedding was the New York Times wedding That's it. Yeah. I've seen Monster-in-Law. <laughs> Don't they talk about that? No, what's the one with Katie? Uh, she was Katie, uh, Kate Hudson. Um, Where they how to lose this, a guy ten days? No, it, <laughs> that's a great movie. Um, it's her and uh, the one. Something borrowed. No, they have the wedding on the same day. <laughs> Bride Wars. Bride Wars. Okay. <laughs> with, um, I watched too many rom coms. I guess way too yeah. many with Murphy I Brown. Had those quick. Yeah. All right. Th- is that our, was that our last one? That was basically the last one. That's the the the, 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 the last question can be. Uh, so you know that I'm married. Okay. Woman named Kate. Uh, and I guess I have to be the judge of who gets closer here. But where do you think I met my wife? How did you guys meet? It has to be Hinge. I mean. Was it on Hinge? It was not on Hinge. Oh, okay. okay. How did College? you guys meet? She worked at Hinge. <laughs> she did not work at it. It oh, wasn't okay. college. It was 2003 when we met. So it was oh, pre, shit. pre-iPhone, pre-Facebook. A painting class. Yeah. 
<laughs> but but we had an eight year break. Uh, and it was basically because of Hinge, long story, but because of Hinge that we ended up getting back together because she was living in uh, Switzerland, almost about to marry another guy. Come and, on. Yeah. Hold that, on. Talk about a rom-com. How do you bring yeah, this up at totally. the end? I, this, well, is, this, is, <laughs> this is juice, for Justin. Time, what are you doing? Wait, hold on. Did you, did you like uh, object at the wedding? It wasn't. I was. There, I was there like a, a like a month prior, not an hour okay. prior. So it was no. In the you movie, were there a month before the wedding. In the movie version of your life, it, it'll, it'll be, be running it at the last second. Right, the last second. I tell totally. you, Rachel. It was a New York. It was a New York Times reporter who met someone on Hinge, who then met me and inspired me to like go and reach out and try to. Wow. So how did you meet in two thousand three? Uh, we I met, know this is the answer to the question, but we uh, now I just want the fucking story. Yeah, well, uh, she <laughs> stepped over me uh, in a hallway because I had passed out. This was my freshman my freshman year. I was a, I was wild, and I she got in trouble her first night. She got written up. She'd never even gotten a detention before in her life. Mm-hmm. So you met in and she got written up by campus safety her first night of college because of me. Wow. That was, yeah. And then you were like, <laughs> you're like, who's that chick br- I blacked out in front of? I gotta go to Switzerland and find her. Yeah. Why'd you guys? Br- well, there were a few years. You're giving the- false hope to all the girls. You're like that guy who broke up with <laughs> yeah. me. He's gonna interrupt my wedding eight years from now. Yeah. I'm keeping the door open just in case. We just had all these hard numbers, and then he comes in with the most emotional, crazy, <laughs> like amazing, story. romantic yeah. story. Like just so giving to false hope to women everywhere. I climbed the Alps. I skied down the other side, and I said, I, I found him. <laughs> He was the king of Switzerland. I was just some popper. It's a modern day fairy tale. Yeah. I love it. This was very enlightening. I got to say, I think people are going to like this. Um, I think, you know, you got to be on Hinge. Yeah, guys, download Hinge on the app store. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah. Um, Check it out. And thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. It was great. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.